Welcome to Coaching the Coach. I'm your host, Pete Townley, for the Upstate Performance Project. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. We are mobile again. So we put out a couple other mobile episodes last Friday. Um, Actually, I think they just posted either this last night or this morning. They were recorded Friday on my drive out to Kansas. I'm on my way back, and uh, I've got a got a fun fun one planned for you right now. Um, just again, I like to build and build and build on each podcast. Um, but again, these mobile ones are a little loose, right? There's a little less structure. Um, I'm kind of spitballing as I go, thinking about things. While I'm driving, and when the inspiration hits, you know, here we go, fire away. So I wanted to talk kind of, you know, again, in the spirit of self-reflection, looking back at what I talked about in episode 92, uh, which again was uh, trying to give you two key elements that are, you, are you're going to use to get yourself um over the hump, so to speak, getting rid of all your excuses, getting rid of you know the idea that you can put things off. You got to just work hard. You just got to go for it. You got to when you have those ideas, get them out there. You can refine them later, but get them out there. We've talked about this in the last probably the last month in several different podcasts. When you have an idea, don't let it sit. Don't put out crap. Don't put out something that's rushed. Take your time with it, but start working on it right away, right now. We'll finish this podcast and then go start working on it. (laughs) All right. So I do have a big announcement. Um, I think it's big. I'm very excited about this. It's something that um, no no one has heard yet. Um, I haven't really discussed this idea with anyone. That includes Chelsea. Oh, so not that I'm keeping secrets. It's just an idea I've had in my head. And while I've been driving and having all this free time to think, I've been able to sit down and really think about how I can put this together and what it's going to look like. And I'm just going to run with it. I'm going to take my own advice. This is an idea I have. And I'm going with it. I'm going with it. So um, that being said, I'm going to announce this at the end of the podcast. Um that's not really the topic of today, but, I, but I'm going to get it out there today. Um, I do, however, want to continue talking about this, this idea of... Um, the, the second thing I mentioned on Friday's podcast, or 90, episode 92, again, which was... Um, you got to work hard. you got to put yourself out there, right? Um, but the other thing that, that I want to take from that is, well, what does that look like? You know, what does that day-to-day look like? And rather than just take you straight through a day-to-day of, you know, the, a life in Pete or a life of Pete, uh, that's not all that exciting. Um, but what I do want to do is kind of paint a picture of what it is that I do uh, put myself through each day, how it looks. And so when I say work hard, you got to grind, you got to push through. I even mentioned that Chelsea and I do a lot of things behind the scenes that a lot of people don't even understand. Uh, not that they don't understand it, but that they wouldn't even expect that we do as much as we do to keep the business going. And so I want to discuss that, talk about that. But I, but it, 
it's under a general picture, right, of how to get organized. How to organize yourself and set yourself up to knock out some of these goals, some of these things. So if you rem- if you recall, um, about two months ago, I talked about, oh, it was longer than that, maybe three months ago now. I talked about how I wanted to originally put out these podcasts daily. And then that was just too tall in order. And rather than fail at that, I, I said, okay, you know what? I can comfortably handle two a week. And I did that for quite a while. Then, you know, things hit. I go on vacation. I'm playing catch up. All these things that happen, okay, to get a little behind, right? Now, there's one a week or one every 10 days. And that wasn't cool. So I had to stop and reorganize my time to make sure that I at least get two out. Now, if I get more than that, great. But I try to get two out a week. And, um, you know, that's that's kind of my, uh, that's my goal. And I've been able to stick with that. But I've been able to stick with that because of how I organize my time and how I organize my schedule. And so I want to talk about what are the steps you need to take to get yourself organized. Now, this is probably one of our most universal episodes ever because this is definitely not just pertaining to the health and fitness industry. Obviously, a lot of the examples I I will give will be pertaining to that, but that's not, you know, um, a lot of this can be transferred to whatever it is that you do. Um, So that being said, I am very excited to uh, jump right in. So how do you get organized? How you know, what is it that you do or need to be doing day to day to make sure that everything gets done? So I'm going to kind of go through a few steps and then I'm going to walk you through what a day in the life of, of me and Chelsea look like. Uh, so you kind of have an understanding of how we put this into play. So first things first, whenever you decide to put things out and, and I'm going to use, uh, for, for argument's sake, I'm going to use um, my goal of getting my online personal training and online coaching uh, up to where I want it to be. I mentioned a couple weeks ago that you know I have some updates or that I wanted to keep you guys updated on what I was doing, how I was doing it, and you know what the fruits of my labor have been. You know, have I gotten any new clients over the last couple weeks? And uh, so I'm going to use that as my example as I kind of talk about how to get organized and talk about how to go after what it is that you want, how to organize your day to make sure you have time to do it. Because a lot of us are starting this, um, in this case, an online business uh, while you're doing another nine to five, or in my case, five to nine or five to eight. Uh, and the idea is if you have all of these different commitments and you have uh, you know, a lot of hours in the day that are, that are tied up elsewhere, where do you make room? How do you make room for, for doing all of these things and cramming this, in, this stuff in and balancing a family and, and all of these other things? Now, when I was married and I had kids, I tried to do a lot of the same stuff I'm doing now. You know, to mixed reviews, I, I did it probably not quite as grand a scale as I'm doing it now, but that's where I really learned a lot of these techniques. So for example, I 
at that point, was trying to do a podcast every two weeks. That was kind of my goal, every two weeks to get out a new one, uh, which doesn't seem like that hard, but my schedule at the time I was doing that was I would get up in the morning and I would take the kids to school. Then I would drive about 30, 45 minutes uh, to the university uh, to, to teach my first class. And then I would uh, um, be coaching in the afternoons uh, until about 6 p.m., 6.30, 7, depending on what time you know things got over. And then I would come home. And I'd get home, uh, let's say, around 6.45 to 7. Generally would have a quick bite to eat on most days. Uh, you know, put the kids to bed, you know, read stories, whatever we needed to do. But then um, I would go back and that's when I would work on the podcast or that's when I would work on my blog um, and, and my music. Those were the kind of things that I was doing in my, you know, to build my own business. And the music at the time was, at that, at that particular time was, I was playing in a worship band and so I had to work on my songs, you know, for each week. We, we did six new songs each week. So those were all things that I had committed to and I tried to organize, but I had to have time to do it. Um, and then there were some days where I didn't come home. I just went straight from work to class. And in those days, I wouldn't get home till 10, 10.30 from class. And that's when I would just say, you know what, I'm not working on anything tonight to give myself a little bit of a breather, unless I had homework that I had to do. But by that point, kids were already in bed. Wife was generally already in bed. And, you know, I was basically just coming home and going to sleep. But I I learned that balancing things around my family, around the kids, to try to fit in everything I wanted to do, I had to be very structured. And if I wasn't, then things didn't get done. And I couldn't do that. I didn't want to come home, even though I technically had time on some most days to come home you know it's 6 45 7 and I could go and record a 30 40 minute podcast and, and then come back out and do whatever I needed to do but that would be then ignoring my kids which I was not willing to do so now it's a little different um, you know I take I take time to go see the kids and uh, you know obviously you guys know my mission is to to be with the kids more and more and more and more and more uh, longer stretches of time that is uh, and that's that's what I'm working towards but in the meantime right now my day is about 15 hours long my work day and so I don't want to do my podcast in the evening I don't want to do my blogging in the evening because I'm tired right well sometimes you got to do what you got to do and usually in the evening is when Chelsea and I do our programming so when I talk about how we structure things, how we organize things, what you have to do is start at the beginning. And the beginning for this is just, you know, insert whatever it is that you're trying to do. So let's say my online personal training, right? I'm trying to get that up and running. And I'm doing that by podcasting. Again, that's kind of my marketing tool, or one of my marketing tools. Uh, but I still have a lot of work on the computer side, on my, on my portal that I'm trying to do. So when do I get that? If I say, oh, well, I'll work on it this weekend when I have some time. Or I'll work on it Thursday. Uh, my Thursdays are my slowest day. I have some gaps in time there. If I just say, okay, I'm going to work on it on those times. I can look at my week. That's when I have some holes. That's when I'm going to work on it. What happens? We get phone calls. We get walk-ins. 
Um, you know, I get done training with one client. There's people in the gym. I want to be social. I want to talk, make sure they're having a good experience, and I go and do that. And then someone walks in, or and then you know, then we have lunch, or you know, things happen, and uh, there's plenty to do around the gym, cleaning, and you know that sort of thing. That it's hard, and it, or I should say, it's easy to get distracted and easy to get off of your schedule. So taking things um, and writing them down, obviously putting them on a calendar. Uh, I was having a discussion with my one of my clients the other day. She has everything on her calendar, everything. Even things that she knows she's not going to forget to do, she has it on her calendar just so it's a basically a running tally of, of all of her standing commitments. She doesn't forget them, and she won't. She could probably function very well without that calendar. However, there will be a time where, you know, well... I forgot about this or I double booked myself here and, and that's happened to me when I don't when I'm not diligent about scheduling and booking uh, my clients I've double booked myself before and that's again a lesson you don't repeat too often before it gets to be a real problem so um, so how do you do it what are you doing what are your steps okay so you want to start by again honing in on what it is that you really want to accomplish. So for me, with the online personal training, I know that I need to get done my online portal system first. Now, I already have online personal training clients that I'm using through a different um, delivery system, which I really like. And that was more advanced than the first iteration. So again, where I'm constantly trying to upgrade. But I've got a system that's you know probably 70% done right now. And and I will talk more about it in just a minute when I give you updates on where we are online training-wise. But the the fact is I need time to sit and work on that. So once I have kind of outlined what, what I need to work, so having a list, you know, just a project list, and I rank those in order of importance. You know, what has, what has to happen first? This has to come first, then this is second, this is third, so on and so forth. Um, and, and that's important because if you don't prioritize, if you don't put them in any kind of rank order, what's going to happen is you'll do a little bit here, a little bit here, a little bit here, and then you know a little bit gets done on each thing. But really, one you can't really kick off one until the other one is done, and so you have to put them in priority. And you know, and sometimes that takes just a, a little bit of logical thinking. What has to come first? So for my case. I can already do online training without this portal system. So that I make sure that, that those things get done first. Those programs get written first, those things get done first. Then when I then the next step down the, my list is making sure I'm doing a little bit of coding, a little bit of writing um, and, and video editing for the new program or the new portal system every day. And so I have to budget those hours into my day. I literally write it on my schedule. And when I write it on my schedule, and that way, if I, that's order of importance. If I get these things done, not only do you feel good, but you feel productive, is, or not only do you feel productive, but you feel good, and that carries over into the rest of your day. So um, one of the lessons I've learned, or one of the things that I've, you know, grabbed a hold of um, from 
different gurus out there. Um, Andy Frisella was one, um, and I wouldn't necessarily call him a guru. Uh, in fact, I, I take that back. He's just he's just a smart, smart businessman. And um, the thing that I've taken most from him uh, that has really impacted my day has been his power list. And I've talked about him on the podcast before. You know, where you have a list of of things. Uh, that you have to get done that day. And so nothing else gets done until those things get done. So for example, um, if I have three or four hours throughout my day and you know that are open, that I don't have clients, you know, it may be easy if I have a seven o'clock client, then no one at eight, and then another one at nine. From eight to nine, it could be really easy for me to sit there and say, okay, what do I want to do? I could do a little bit here, I could do a little bit here, or I could just watch some YouTube videos, or I could just sit and chill. You know, there's there's a lot of things you could do at that time. If I sit and chill for an hour, okay, nothing really bad happens. But if I do that every day, then that's a lot of wasted hours. And then when you say, oh, I didn't have time, well, what about those five hours, that f- those five 8 a.m. slots that you have open? Those were hours you could get things done. And, and I know myself, I'm not great at working while I'm at work or, you know, focusing in. I, I, it takes me a long time to get my head ready to do that kind of work. But I know that if I have it scheduled, if I have it planned out that, okay, on Monday from 8 to 9, then what I need to get done is this. And if, I, if it takes me 10 minutes... And, and then I've got a, one other thing, I work on the, if I get these two or three things done and it's 8.30 and now I have 30 minutes, but everything on my list is done, then I can move on. Now, the list isn't necessarily things like, you know, train this client or write this client's programming. I mean, that those are given things. Those are things that you have to do that you're already gonna do no matter what. Because if you don't, obviously you're not gonna be able to train anybody. But but if you write things down that are going to move your business forward, move your ideas forward, that's the idea of the power list. So if you do these three or four things on your list, then you can not necessarily you know, screw around the rest of the day, but then you can have some time, some built-in recovery time, built-in time that is going to allow you to turn your brain off, or if you're like me, sit and let your brain kind of go wild and brainstorm. I like that. That that is relaxing to me. That's when I think of the best ideas. And one of the beauties of living at the gym is I walk on right upstairs, I lay down on my couch, try not to lay in my bed because I will fall asleep, but lay down on the couch and I just kind of think. Right? But I don't do that until the other things on my list have been completed. Now, due to training schedules and training volume in the day, I may not have time to do that. I may not get through my list until 8 o'clock at night. And if that's the case, then so be it. And by 8 p.m., if my list isn't complete, guess what? I have homework. But I do that to organize, to keep myself on track so that I'm constantly moving forward towards my goals. And again, I put things that are high priority first on my list. Those are the first things I attack each day. So that's one way. There's a lot of different ways you can organize your day and you know strategize. Um, pl- 
planning in those rest times though are really important and I and I like to do it once everything is completed on my list and you could say or what's really hard to do is to say if I get these three or four things done on my list and I have let's say a two-hour gap now that's not including my workout because again those those are important that's part of my daily routine that's not going to be something on my list but let's say I don't have a four o'clock and I don't have a five o'clock one day so now I've got two hours now everything on my list got done in the morning so now I have two hours where I don't have anything planned it's really hard for me to not think about okay well I still have more work to do on a B and C you know they're not done yet they're works in progress right I could go back and do more work on them but here's the thing there's never hopefully there's never a time where you just have nothing to do there's always going to be something to do right so if you are working on a project if you always work with every waking hour and you get that done okay then the next day there's gonna be another project that you need to be working on and another and another and that's a good thing we want these projects to keep coming these programs these courses whatever it is that you're writing and again this you can take these ideas and put it into whatever it is you do for a living um, again I'm using the example of trying to get online training up and running so working around my hours is when I'm going to then prioritize what I have to do to get my program up and running you know writing the program taking care of the current people that are on already in the, the program uh, video editing uh, you know critiquing the analysis uh, and then writing programs as well for that uh, particular module. So those are all the things that have to get done. And, and if I get through those things and I have two hours or an hour at the end of the day or the middle of the day, a lot of times, again, that brainstorm session is, is, is fun for me. I like that. I look forward to it. I want that every day. So that's a motivator for me to get these things knocked off my list. But it's really hard to not sit there and say, well, I've got this free hour. I should get caught up. I should continue working on and that sounds great and you know we always talk about hustle and no excuses and work hard and that was the whole purpose of last podcast is work hard right don't let yourself have any excuses even if you have to miss out on this or that sacrifice right but for me I need to recharge I need that creative time where I can just sit and think so I have to program that in there. Now, I can't do it all day long. I can't do it every day. But I want to get my list done and then I can do that. So that's how I organize my day. So that's what it looks like for me. So to kind of run you through a typical day, I'm going to, I'm going to take you through um, two different days. I'm going to take you through a Monday. I'm going to take you through a Thursday because those days are completely different in terms of how my, my day is stacked. So Monday, I have a 5 a.m. client. So I wake up at 4, 4.15. I come downstairs around 4.15-ish, 4.20. Uh, I start coffee right away, feed the dogs right away, uh, play with them for a little bit, you know. I make my sandwich, my breakfast sandwich. Got to have my chicken sausage sandwich in the morning. It's my staple. 
And by 4.40, I've eaten, I've had some coffee, I've played with the dogs. Um, I go out. Now, recently, you know, Chelsea and I have been very diligent about cleaning the gym every day. I mean, we've never left it be a crap hole, but at the same time, we've just upped our game there. Okay, that's something we wanted to improve on, and, and in the last month, I'd say we've done a pretty good job of that. So, as of late, you know, I don't have a lot to do in terms of cleaning up and getting things set up for my first client. Um, but my first client gets there at five, and then uh, I have a six o'clock, I have a seven o'clock. So, for the first three hours of the workday, I'm with clients one on one. Then I have um, a couple hours off, uh, depending on the day. Some Mondays I have a nine o'clock. Some sometimes I don't. Um, she either comes at nine o'clock or two o'clock. Uh, but I have eight a.m. opens right now. So what I do there is that's when I go back. That's one of my podcast times. One of the things that I'm trying to get done. And again, this is to further the business. So this doesn't fall in under the category of writing programs for my clients, uh, taking trash out. You know, paying bills, you know, those business things that, you know, you just got to do. This is one of the extracurriculars because I don't need to do a podcast. This is a vehicle for me to help further our mission, but also to help, you know, it's a form of advertisement, form of marketing. So uh, that's when I do a podcast. Now, if I have a nine o'clock open, Generally speaking, what I'll do is I'll spend the first 30, 40 minutes from 8 to 8, 40, 45, researching and making sure all of my uh, talking points are in order and I know what I'm going to say. And then I record till about 9.20, 9.15, It takes a little bit of time to upload and get, you know, then put it on Instagram. And by, you know, a few minutes before 10, it's, it's done and wrapped up. And then I have a 10 o'clock, an 11 o'clock, a 12 so now I'm done at one. Um, I generally, my 11 o'clock on Monday is only half an hour. So I'll eat my lunch at around 11.30. Then I have my 12 o'clock. Then at one, I'm open. And at, that's the next break time or, or, or open time. So what I'm doing there is I'm looking at um, uploading videos to the um, portal. So we have probably 40 or 50 videos that I'm um, dubbing. Uh, doing voiceover work to put uh, the the teaching cues or the coaching cues on video. So uh, when they're uploaded, you can just click and you get a, a video plus a, a voice description of what's going on. So currently, we're working on those. Then I have a 2 o'clock. Then 3 o'clock uh, to 4 o'clock is my workout. I have a 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock. There's my Monday. So if for whatever reason the um, day goes as normal, I don't typically have on Mondays time to brainstorm. I don't have any break time um, other than my lunch. Now, I could take a break instead of doing the podcast. I could take a break instead of doing the videos. But again, if I schedule that in there, that will get done. And then each week, I'm moving closer and closer to getting all of that completed. So I go home. It's, you know, by the time I'm done, it's 8.30, I say I go home. Uh, I go to Chelsea's house and, and cook my dinners there. Or let's be honest, she cooks the dinners there. Um, we usually eat dinner while watching uh, a show. And then it's either go to bed, um, come home, go to bed, or 
it's um, work on programming for the week. Now, typically, we try to do our programming on Sunday. So, usually, that's a day where just go to sleep. Now, Tuesdays and Thursdays are very similar. Tuesdays is a little busier, um, a lot busier in the afternoon. But Thursday, that's my other day that I wanted to talk about. Thursday, I, I get up. Sometimes I have a 5 a.m., but not normally. So that 5 a.m. time is where I prep for the entire day in terms of writing things out, getting all of my workouts written on the board for the day, because that helps me just kind of or, you know, set my day and organize it. I have a 6 o'clock. Then I typically don't have anyone, typically, until 4 o'clock. I have a huge wide open gap. Now that's intentional because these are the days when I do all of my administrative work. So paying the bills, um, you know, all, all of those sorts of things, uh, making sure the, the, uh, the books are, are kept well, the you know, uh, logging hours for, for our trainers, double checking all that stuff. All the administrative work goes on during that time. But I usually have a big gap of time on that day to get a lot of things done towards the online program. So this is my big day to really take a chunk out of that. So a little bit on Monday and Thursday is when I really attack my online you know, portal that I'm building. And yes, it's a little slower. I'd like to have more time to, to get it done, but I'm working with what I have right now. But I'm structuring and organizing it so that I can get it done. Because it's not, it's not necessarily something that's going to um, be easy. It's not hard, but it just takes time to sit down and do it. So I'm, those are my times. I'm forcing myself to do it. Um, I am doing a home visit right now. Uh, that's It's a short-term deal. Uh, a couple more weeks of that. But without, the sh- without that, I'm usually open until 4. So I have plenty of time to get that stuff done until about 2. Then I do my workout, shower and I'm ready to go, and I've got a four, five, six, seven. So those are kind of a sample day of how I, I go through my list, uh, when, what hours I'm doing what, and again, I stay pretty close to that routine every day. Now, sometimes you get thrown off your routine, and people change schedules, and hours open up here and there, and, you know, that that's okay. So, you know, in that regard, you could either take that as one of those brainstorm sessions where you have an unplanned, you know, kind of mini vacation. And I like to think of it that way because it helps my brain stay fresh and it helps me stay fresh. So that that's that's how I do it. Okay. So what I'm telling you guys is that you need to have a list of the things you have to get done each day. And those things are things, the things that go on your list are things that are going to help move your business forward or your agenda forward. Not the day-to-day things that you have to do on a day-to-day basis. You know, if, if you're a stay-at-home mom, you're not going to put, um, you're not going to put down, uh, drive the kids to school and, you know, uh, vacuum, you know, the floor or whatever whatever the things that you've got to do every day, um, that's part of your job. That's part of what you do. So the things you would put on your list are uh, looking at uh, activities, you know, budgeting time to search for new activities for the family, uh, looking at ways to, you know, make 
sure the home is run more efficiently or, or whatever the case may be. So it could be, you could use this power list idea for really anything. Um, so, you, so you have that, but then making sure that those times are built in to your schedule, nothing gets done uh, otherwise until those things are checked off your list. Now, Andy Frisella goes on to explain, you know, the wins for the day. You know, if you if you get everything checked off your list, then that's a win. Uh, if you don't, that's a loss. And then you count up your wins and losses, you know, for the week, for the month, and you start to notice you have more wins than losses. And, you know, and that's great. I like that. I, in fact, I love that idea. Uh, that's the one thing that I have a hard time really keeping track of, um, because. I'm pretty motivated to get my stuff done, so it's really not an issue, but I like the idea of the list and I feel more accomplished um, when I do that. But from a self-efficacy standpoint, taking it that extra for, extra step and classifying each day as a win or a loss uh, can really help uh, kind of frame your motivation to keep pushing when it gets going hard. Uh, and again, I, I add into that built-in small mini vacation, like extreme miniature vacation, micro vacation, micro-cation. Uh, and that's that's good to keep your brain fresh, good to keep you energized. I choose to brainstorm about work things, but I like that. And again, that may seem weird, but that's what I like. Okay? So don't judge. <laughs> so... Um, I won't go through Chelsea. I've already been talking enough. I was going to kind of give you a, a, an example of Chelsea, you know, how Chelsea, you know, fits into that whole uh, thing of day to day planning. Tuesdays we have some meetings. Wednesday nights we have some meetings. Uh, you know, when we talk about what we're doing, generally uh, Sunday are our meeting days as well. So we we have strategic planning meetings uh, about what where we're going and what we're doing. But the whole point of, of today's podcast is is making sure that what you making sure you know what it is that you're after prioritizing your goals prioritizing the things that you want to get done then putting those things on a list or putting you know you, you're obviously not going to reach your goal in a day so what are the steps that you need to go do to get those things done so the way I look at it the way we approach this and the way um, I'm trying to teach it to you and, and maybe I should have started with this fact in hindsight I should have but like I said I'm in the car this is mobile this is off the dome here uh, but I, I look at it like I look or like I teach my skill breakdown so some of you out there may have heard me in my seminars talk about skill breakdown so skill breakdown for us has different developments and I'm not going to go through all of it in great detail but you have your main skill, whatever it is. Then you have your phases of that skill, your key elements to each phase, and then your mechanical rationale for each one of those. So basically you're like, okay, what, what, what happens first? What are the main things that need to go on to make that first phase possible? And then from a coaching aspect, I need to look at the mechanical rationale. Why are we doing these things to make this first step happen? And so when something goes wrong, I could go back to those mechanical rationales and that's where I make my changes and my coaching points and my coaching cues, or that's where I develop those, and then that makes the skill better overall when I'm evaluating 
someone's skill. Um, so when I'm looking at setting up, you know, my when I'm prioritizing my list, the skill in this case or the, the overall thing would be online portal system. The phases are, you know, development of the, the, the plan, then the creation of the actual technology, the implementation of the technology, um, and then the data collection. Uh, whether that be the day-to-day um, data that comes in, uh, you know, that needs my analysis, the, the actual lifts and everything that come in. And then over time, the data collection of uh, how my system is working, how are people get, are they getting better, tracking those sorts of things. So then the the next step in my in my rationale here, or my uh, would be my key element phases. So in this first thing, in in developing the idea, uh, what needs to go in here? What are the key elements to developing this idea? Well, it needs to serve the people online. It needs to be informative so that they can understand it without having me be right there, right? So the, the technology needs, you know, what are the key elements there? It needs to be user-friendly. If people get frustrated with the clunkiness of the interface, it could be a great program, but they're not going to do it. On the implementation, you know, what are the key elements there? Again, user-friendliness, that's kind of one for both. But also, um, you know, being informative and being fun and interactive. Those are those are things that have to happen there. And then the data collection is how am I going to use the data that I get? What are the st- what you know, the mechanical rationale of that would then be or in this case the explanation of how am I going to make changes to the program, whether that be the interface, the user interface, the actual portal itself, uh, or how am I going to make changes to this actual lift that this person's doing. So again, the the whole the whole spectrum of that then lays out each element and then what are the mechanical rationales what are the nuts and bolts that go into making each key element possible for each phase of my goal so when you have that then you look at phase one that goes first right whatever that is and then your mechanical rationale or in this case your your explanation for what goes into that first key element uh, is that's what you, that's what's first on your list. That's what's first, and that may take a week or two to, to knock out. And then you go to the next one, the next one, and the next one. But if my goal is to get this online portal built and up and ready, you know, I'm going to have to work a little bit each day on on each thing. And so when I have my my power list written out, what's going in the number one and number two and number three slots are, okay, I need to develop. You know, think of an idea of who's who's the who is the program going to serve? How are they going to get the program? Um, how am I going to market? All of those things need to go in to this, you know, step one or phase one. Phase two is building it. Okay, I need to uh, pick the right, you know, server. Am I going to use Google Sites? Am I going to use my own WordPress site and build it into that? These are the things that I, those are the, the elements. And then the key, the quote, mechanical rationale or the, the uh, explanation here would be I'm choosing one based on what I feel is going to be easiest, what's going to be the most presentable, uh, the easiest to use, all of those things. So those that's how I structure my 
my ideas or my goals. My goal is to get this thing up and running. So this is how I break it down. Then once it's broke down like that, I can then very easily make my, my lists of things I have to do each day based off of those and this model called the mechanical rationale or the explanation, the bottom rung of my, my little hierarchy graph uh, that I have. And if you've seen my, my skill breakdown presentation, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, and if you haven't, there's a podcast from the summer where I bundled everything together. There was three like old episodes that I had done back in 2012 that I put into there. And one of those was the skill breakdown episode. Um, I forgot which episode it is offhand. But anyways, it's out there. You can find it. And if you want to know more about the skill breakdown uh, format and how to use that with your current goals, uh, whether they be skills or just your your um, how you're organizing your day, uh, let me know. I'll be happy to help you. So that being said, um, that's how you do it. That's how I go about breaking down my ideas so I know where to start. It gives me a very logical starting point and I can look at things literally graphically. It's, it's, I, I'll write it out. I'll sketch it out. I don't take time to, to type it or whatever. I'll sketch it out on a sheet of paper or on a whiteboard and then I have this model, this working model, so I can base my day off of what I've put on my, you know, ele- not key elements, my mechanical rationale section or the explanation section, the hows and the whys. So if you can do that, you're going to have a day or at least you're going to have an idea of how to prioritize what needs to get done and, and it can be a very, very detailed priority list. Uh, could be very generic based on what your goals are for the day. So that's that's the easiest way for me to, to do it. Um, it. It has worked extremely well. But, but again, I'm talking about if you want to, if you have something you're working on that's outside of your 9 to 5, you're going to have to find these pockets of time to do it in. And if it's at home... That's fine, but set some time. Make the time. Put it on your calendar, right? That's the first step is putting that time on your calendar. This is when I'm going to work on these things each day. Now, if you have extra time and want to do more, you can. That's not a problem. You certainly could. You could take little micro-vacations, micro-cations. I like that. I'm going to use that, Uh, which is what I choose to do, but that keeps my mind fresh. I like it makes me feel good and feel relaxed so then I can attack my clients um, in a really fresh mental space so I can really focus on, on keeping them uh, heading in their their direction and their journey. So as I try to do this, now you, you might recall from a previous podcast, I said I have to get my online I have to put as much time into the online piece in terms of marketing it to get it to the level where my brick and mortar building is, right? So I'm never going to be able to do 15 hours a day on the online because I already work 1,500 days on ground. So if I'm to get, if I am going to get my idea out there, the best use of my time is going to, again, be 
by organizing my day, um, but doing that by, again, whatever it is that your main goal is. What are you going to put out there? So how do you figure that out? Well, what we do, we kind of look at one of two things. Now, a general thing I, I mentioned long ago on one of the very first podcasts is specializing in something. So if you're trying to get an online something going, whether you're trying to get people to read your blog or uh, you know you, you have a service that you want to provide and you want to do it online, you, when you do your marketing and you're trying to get traffic, whether you're trying to build a click funnel or not, what, what you need to do is, is be somewhat specific in who you're after. If you're just, if you're just out there saying, oh, well, I, I want to help everybody. Well, that's great. And so do I. And so, so do most people. But that's going to be really hard to market towards. Having a target audience is going to be much more helpful. Now, you need to decide then what it is that you're trying to go after. Because here's, here's the thing. I, I think I could train people online. But if I say I can train you know, stay-at-home moms or I could train you know, busy businessmen and women on, who travel a lot, I could specialize in all those different things. But I don't really have a passion for that. Now, if I wanted to market a program specifically aimed at that, then then I could that marketing campaign, that particular module, that would all be towards that particular goal, and that's what I would go for at the time. From a marketing standpoint, that's great because then you know those people are going to see though that's how you're going to get your message in front of those people when you do your targeting paid advertising. You're gearing it, aiming it towards a specific group. And you you could be then known as that content expert. Well, who do I want to do? I want to go towards high school coaches. The online portal that I'm building will certainly be usable for one-on-one personal training clients all over. And that's great. We'll use it for that. But I'm putting my marketing, I'm putting my uh, eggs in the basket of high school coaches. I want high school coaches to buy this portal or buy a program and use via this portal. Now the portal is going to be the same whether you're a one-on-one client or a team, but I'm aiming at teams, and I'll I'll, I'll at a later date go into to why. But um, the the thought is that's how I'm being specific in my targeting uh, when I go to to market this. So. I have a little bit more direction when I go to spend my marketing dollars, when I go to uh, write down my my list, when I make that organizational chart of here's the phases of what I need to get done, here's the overall goal, here's the elements and the and the explanation. When I have a specific target audience in mind it makes those explanations a little bit easier because it might change based on who I'm marketing it towards. And we train the same, we have the same similar approach, whether it's a, you know, uh, a 50-year-old man who's never exercised a day in his life and wants to just get in better shape versus a, a, a pro athlete. Obviously, we don't give them the same program and obviously they have different needs, but our steps are, are the same. But if I'm going to put out a program aiming it at you know, middle-aged men who are getting into fitness for the first time, I'm going to word things a little bit differently. My advertising is going to be a little bit different. My intake information may be a little bit different. Um, 
you know, all of those things are going to be based around that. Uh, and so you can have several different programs, but each one then would have its own, you know, marketing campaign, if you will. So I'm getting a little off track. If you specialize in something, um, it could be several different things, but if you pick something to go with for each marketing campaign or each uh, idea, that's going to help you focus in and organize your day uh, and you're going to get things done. It's like if you're going to pay off, if you have four credit cards and you want to pay them all off, you could pay the minimum on all of them or you could pay $50 over the minimum on all of them and yeah, you'll slowly whittle it down. But you could pay the minimum on three and pay two, three hundred dollars over uh, on the other one and pay it off. And once it's off, then you have that two or three hundred dollars plus whatever the minimum was, whatever the actual payment was. You roll all of that over and then it compounds and naturally then you can pay the second, third, fourth one off. So it's like if I have all of these different ideas, I can put two or three out there as I get success and as I get income. I can funnel that income into other programs, bigger and better programs, or more diverse programs, or whatever the case is. But you have to start somewhere. And so if you are trying to start your business, your online training business, or just, well, we'll stay, we'll stick there. If you're just trying to market yourself, whatever it is, if you're trying to start yourself uh, or up your game. Uh, maybe you've been training a while, but now you're trying to really revamp your 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 uh, whole approach, uh, or just advertise, just get the word out. Whatever it is, you'll have a target audience for your first campaign. While you're working on that first campaign, you organize your day in this manner that we've talked about, and that will help then focus all of your energy, focus all of the resources to, to that one specific goal. You hit that and then you can do two goals and then three goals and you know at a time and keep working on it. But you gotta build that up and you gotta start somewhere and you gotta be organized. Um, again, I know this is kind of, I've kind of been rambling on um, about getting organized, but I hope using my organizational chart that I used on the skill breakdown helps break it down making that list of things you have to get done and then you can reward yourself with those little microcations or you know or start in on the next day's work you know however it is that you want to do it bank all those microcations and take a day off on friday or you know don't allow yourself to have saturdays off and not you know not go beat the street you know promoting yourself you know, there's there's all kinds of ways to put it together. I'm just trying to give you some ideas on how you can organize yourself. There's lots of different ways, calendars, you know, whatever it is. Um, as I mentioned, my my client, she uses a Google Calendar, and everything's on there. It's shared with her husband, so that you know he can see her day, and he can she can see his, and so there's no conflicts there, and you know, every kind of everyone's up to speed on where everyone's at, and it helps continuity, it helps the day-to-day flow, and it helps you stay on track. And I think that's a great uh, thing to do. It's a very basic thing to do. It seems like a no-brainer, but not everyone does it, right? So what do we do? We, we also have all of our clients on um, a scheduling system, a scheduling software. Setmore is the one we use. But there's tons of them out there. There's lots of ways to do it. Uh, that's just the 
brand we use. Um, so what I, what I want to talk about now or what I want to kind of share now is, is how, how are we getting, how are we doing online? So what are some of the things I've done to get new clients? And first of all, have I got new clients? Yes. Uh, I've re-signed two or three, which is good. Um, I've gotten three brand new clients and I have someone lined up for a, I guess a second beta test uh, of my online portal. So um, I did my first one last summer or two summers ago and it worked very, very, very well. Um, but since then, I've added two or three new features that I also want to beta test. Um, and they are, they work for me. Uh, I understand it, but I want to make sure that they understand. So I, well, basically, I, what I did was I, I gave this program to a team and I'm going to have them use it. But I'm not going to give them a whole lot of instructions on the portal. I'm just going to give it to them. And they know this. They know this. I'm just going to give it to them, and I want them to just play around with it and see if they can navigate their way through it. Um, and uh, so that that's what I'm doing. But what did I do to get these new three clients? How did I go get them? Well, I ran a quick and super easy little uh, little game. I said, enter in for a free online personal training, free month of online personal training. Boom. Got them. Now... What will be interesting for you listeners will be, okay, so I've got, I picked three winners. Uh, I was just going to pick one, um, but I thought, okay, I'll go with three, and that'll give me more of a, of a test of you know, kind of like conversion rate. So I've got three for a month, and then how, how many can I retain out of those three new ones? So I've been able to retain my current ones this month, which is good. I expected to, and I did. But now I've got three new ones that are on kind of a just they're they're not on a trial basis. I'm on a trial, right? I've got to prove to them that this program is worth it. So more to come on that. Uh, and lastly, uh, before I sign off here, is I want to talk about ooh hiccups. I want to talk about um, that. Oh man, these hiccups. I might have to just shut it down because I've got the hiccups. I wanted to talk about the actual portal itself and what I'm doing with the portal. Um, I'll save that for another day. Um, I've got the hiccups and I'm closing in on an hour here. And what I really want to do is talk about this announcement. So I mentioned almost an hour ago, and if you stuck with me this whole time to hear my announcement, thank you uh, for several reasons. One, um, I'm excited to share this with you, but two, uh, I... I always appreciate when someone listens to the entire podcast. Um, sincerely, I I, uh, I know that I can ramble on, and sometimes, especially in these mobile episodes where I'm paying attention to the road, I ramble even more. So, anyhow, thank you very much. Okay, big announcement. We are starting the UPP Network League. What is the Network League? Now, you're going to hear this league used in several different connotations over the next few months. 
The first thing is a podcast collective. Now, I'm, I'm not using the word collective for a very specific reason, which I'll tell you in just a minute, um, but I'm using the word league instead. So we're going to form a league of podcasters. Why and what is the purpose? So why is I have a lot of ideas. And I'm closing in on 100 podcasts. And I've repeated myself a few times. But there's been a lot of information that over the last year and a half I've put out. And not that I'm slowing down by any stretch of the imagination. But I've been fortunate to meet people along the way doing this podcast. Uh, Either people writing in, sending messages, some former guests that I've had on. Um, and, and interactions that I've had that I have re or I have learned that there's a lot of other information that could be more in depth than what I can give, right? So when it comes to marketing, I I have ideas and I've told you what I've done that has worked, but there are marketing people that I know that I want to try to get on. Uh, you know, not just interview, I want them to have their own podcast. So we're starting a network and it's going to be called the Up League. And the league is going to have several different people on there. Um, Now, I don't have anyone signed up yet. I'm just announcing this. Like I said, Chelsea has not even heard this idea. It's been something I've been thinking about for probably about two months now. I had a a former client of mine who she has her own podcast now it is, has nothing to do with fitness whatsoever uh, but she's kind of the producer of a podcast um, she is a marketing um, uh, she has a marketing background her podcast is really uh, talking about funny stories um, and they are uh, it's her husband and her two kids who are, um, I think one is 19 or 20 and the other one's 16 or 17, 15, something like that. But they talk about, um, you know, funny things throughout history. Um, and it, it, it's just, a, it's a very fun, entertaining podcast, but she does a great job of, of putting it out there. And so, um, I reached out to her. Um, she is one of my online training clients. But I reached out to her, um, you know, tell her that I she just started her podcast that I've been listening to it, and I don't know that she knew that I did a podcast at that point. So we've been kind of sharing ideas back and forth, and it got me started thinking. You know, I would love to have a whole network because some of the podcast people that I listen to um, have like uh, um, kind of a a paywall network, you know, online where. You pay a subscription and you get all of these different podcasts, um, and you know it's it's all these different things that are uh, um, uh, good for you know um, di- different different. Um, God, I'm sorry, traffic is, is getting to me. Uh, there's all these different ideas that are out there um, to bring. Man, I am so sorry, guys. I'm merging. Traffic's crazy. 
sorry, hazard of the mobile episode. The reason I, some of these people I listen to have like a collective and they, they have formed together all somewhat like-minded individuals that then you pay for their monthly subscription and you get access to all of their content. Um, there's free content and then there's the stuff that when you pay, you get you know, excess content, bonus content, bonus interviews, videos, whatever the case is. That's where I want to go. We're going to start this off doing it for free, so there's nothing to pay for. Um, we hope to be, you know, make it worthwhile for the podcasters by getting some ad revenue. But the idea is, I'm going to have a a group of people that are going to be doing some podcasts for me, um, and uh, I'm, I'm kind of assembling different themes, different ideas, different areas that I want to have under my in my league. Um, now, there's going to be th- people that are going to talk about marketing. There's going to be people that talk about um, you know, the business side of things, the training side of things. I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing as coaching the coach. That'll still be the flagship um, channel. But I'm open to other ideas. In other words, I'm just now really coming, bringing this whole idea into fruition. Now I, I've thought it out. I know exactly how I'm going to lay it out and how it's going to look, how I'm going to deliver it. All that has been, you know, thought out over the last few days. So now what I need to do, I'm, I'm putting out a call for talent. So if you are listening and have thought about doing a podcast, now is your time. Now is your time to jump in. Join me. Join my league, the Up League, UPP League, however you want to say it. You know, contact me. This is, the best way to contact me would be through text. Again, my number, 864-320-7830. Text me. Tell me who you are, that you want to be in the league, that you want to, that you have an idea for a podcast. Uh, I want it somewhat fitness related. It doesn't have to be all about fitness. There could be some style and fashion. And I, I have invitations out to three or four people already. But we're not limiting it to like one style guy or one marketing person, one um, you know uh, business lady. You know, it, it could be a whole group of people, and who knows? Maybe maybe two people link up, or I could link two people up together, and they could co-host one together. Who knows? But the, the format is: if you're thinking about, yeah, I'd like to do this, but I don't know how to get started. The format's going to be very simple. What you're going to need to do is get uh, you know, and you can start with your phone, kind of like what I'm doing, and just record through a microphone. Uh, you could use the built-in mic on your earbuds. 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes of content based on what you want. You're going to give that to me. I'm going to come up with. I'm going to work with you to come up with theme music. Uh, put it all together. I'll kind of be the producer put all of it together, I'll have someone do the uh, digital side, or I've already got that person done and ready, uh, she's going to help me uh, organize all of that, and uh, yeah, no, it, I, I'm, I'm really excited, so if you know someone, or if you yourself want to be a part of this, have them text me, have them get in touch with me, uh, if you have a friend, they're like, oh man, my friend knows so much about marketing, or my friend knows so much about, you know, you know, 
marathon training or endurance training, that, that would be a great per, you know, person to have uh, on your network. Uh, so let me know. I, I'll contact these people. We'll talk to them, see if it's the right fit, see if they you know, kind of like the idea, and we'll go from there. Okay. Thank you so much. I'm signing off, and I'll talk to you soon.